0: Welcome back to the Sleep Culture Podcast. Woo-hoo. Hi, Leah. Hi, hey, Marlene. <laughs> uh, we should catch up on our sleep. How oh, have yes. you been sleeping this... Uh, I, again, another week that I've barely seen you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm telling you, you what been, is our life now? <laughs> you have been home a bit more, but um, yeah. I guess we uh, still haven't been... On the same same sleep schedule, so that's I don't know right. How you're sleeping. That's right. <laughs> I'm there to torture you and to ask you a million times. It's true. And I would
1: feel I I'm much more conscious of my sleep usually because I know Marley's going to ask me about it, and <laughs> I want to impress her. So <laughs> when you live with a sleep therapist, there's pressure on these things. However, I will say for the last week, I haven't even been thinking about my sleep, which is bad because when I don't think about my sleep, I slip way back in. Bad habits, <laughs> so many bad habits. I've been staying up late watching TV. Which, just in I, case
0: you didn't hear the last episode, Leah is a lifelong bad sleeper. Yeah, I am. <laughs>
1: just yeah, it's a
0: work at her sleep.
1: It's an issue. Yeah, so I mean, I do. I slipped down that rabbit hole, and I did again this week. I've been staying up too late watching TV. I've been eating late at night, just perpetuating this terrible eating habits and sleeping habits by eating later. I'm staying up later and interrupting my sleep but I have been uh, that being said I have been still not allowing myself to sleep in because if I uh, let myself go crazy I would sleep till noon hands down every day I have to set an alarm and I have been setting an alarm so I've been getting getting up up. yes I've (laughs) been making myself get up at a reasonable time and actually yesterday I was really good and I even used my bright light which we'll talk about
0: Another episode. Yeah, we will <laughs> get into
1: bright light because it, it's very helpful, especially for someone who struggles with their sleep like me. And as a shift worker. And as a shift worker. It's huge. And I sometimes forget about it, but yesterday I was like, you know what? I'm gonna drink my coffee in front of the bright light and I did. And did I did, yeah, and I felt like I had a productive day and I felt awake and I felt brighter. And then today I didn't do it. And I don't know why. It was just like I, I, stupid because I know.
0: It's just because sleep's on the forefront of your mind right now. That's just we it. Gotta, I got to be back torturing you. That's ne- right. Nagging you every day. Yeah. Um, well, so last week um, I kind of got off track with my sleep as well. And... Lo and behold, I started getting sick. <laughs> <Yes. Always>. shocking. <laughs> Marley's
1: immune system quits with like less than eight hours of sleep. <laughs> just it's like, off. well, we're taking off for the weekend.
0: So I was like, okay, I'm getting sick. There's no amount of like oil of oregano that's gonna fix this. <laughs> so I need to just sleep. I need to shut it down and go to sleep. So I did pretty good um, the, earlier this week, and I do feel a little bit better. I feel run down, like I can feel my body. Is right. It, uh, i'm just trying to give it what it's needs. like i feel it i'm tired like it wants sleep yeah to fight
1: this. <laughs> you're much more in tune with that than i am i'm like power through it we can do this <laughs> well,
0: i think your baseline is feeling tired so yeah you know I, don't you know I, I don't know what it's i don't know what it's like to be rested I, but uh, i do feel a little bit better today and i feel like my body's. i'm, I'm going to get through this <laughs> i won't go full-blown sick um, good that's a beginning of cold and that's season. always a win
1: with marley if she feels a sickness coming on and it doesn't actually come to fruition <laughs> that's a that <laughs> is a <laughs> that's win a huge win yeah
0: um but last week i was if if you listened i was um sleep deprived and craving a loaf of bread <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, like literally could have eaten any bit of carbs i would have like eaten a dump truck full of pasta <laughs> and i don't usually <laughs> eat that many carbs but I was tired, and I just uh, wanted bread so bad. Now that yeah. you're more rested. Now here. that I'm more rested, but, like, I did – I noticed such a big difference. Like, for me, I have a sweet tooth. Like, I'm a – i am I naturally gravitate to sugar. Like, I want to eat all the sugar all the time. Mm-hmm. And when I'm not well rested, I just don't have it in me to say yeah, no. To Marley
1: that stuff. meal prepped like a billion salads this week, <laughs> and she ate them, so you know she's well rested. She was making good choices. I was
0: prioritizing sleep, so I would not choose to order mm-hmm. out when after I made those salads. That's right, and
1: she did well. I will say, there's only one salad left, and it's gonna make it. Yeah, so that's good. I made
0: it through the whole week, um, but it's definitely. I mean, for me, it was definitely. My, my diet's definitely affected when I'm not sleeping well.
1: Oh, for sure. And like, so why don't we, why don't we have that conversation? So why don't you explain like a little bit, in like a simplified way, why why is it that I know I do, and I know a lot of people do. Why do we crave junk food and sweets and stuff like that when we're sleep deprived or when we're tired? Right.
0: So I think sleep, actually, I know sleep has a huge <laughs> part in weight management. And there's, I know there is a little bit of emphasis on it, but. You can't have good diet or good exercise without good sleep. Right. So it is the foundation of that.
1: Yeah. And we've had a lot of conversations about that. Talking about, we we talked about the three pillars of health, three pillars of health. And we were having this conversation numerous times. And then the more research we did and the more stuff we came across, we just realized like it's...
0: Sleep is the foundation. Yeah. You can't have diet and exercise without them. Right. Not successfully anyways. Exactly. So... Um, I mean, the fitness industry and the diet industry is trying to catch up, but yep. they're light years behind. I mean, everything in our everything that we hear is diet and exercise, diet and exercise, right? Sleep, diet, diet and exercise, exercise. yeah. <laughs> and so we actually do physiologically crave sugar, carbohydrates, quick, fast, easy to our body accessible right. energy um, when we're sleep deprived. Not to mention the choices. So. When we are sleep-deprived, actually the part of our brain that controls our decision-making, that frontal lobe, is compromised. It's dulled. So it's like you don't have the ability to make the good decisions, similar to like when we're drinking. So when you're drunk, oh. there you go. I always eat
1: salads when I'm drunk. Yeah. I eat super healthy. Can't wait to
0: get home from the bar and scarf down the salad. No, <laughs> mm, no <spinach>. saying spinach. <laughs> you want pizza. You want junk food. Oh, yeah. And that's because you're, you know, you're... Your decision making is compromised. And, and your thing, body's
1: craving fast carbs. So. Absolutely. So yeah. you
0: are physiologically craving it and you're not going to have the willpower to say no to it. So it has been proven over and over again that you will crave sugar, carbohydrates, higher dense um, in energy or calorie foods compared to making the right healthy choices for snacks and things like that. Right. Well, Absolutely. it makes sense. It makes sense. Not to mention, you might have noticed this, Leah. People are hungrier when they're talking. Yeah. So, what,
1: like, why is that?
0: Right. So, on Thursday, so today we're recording on a Thursday. This is the day of the week that I go into work early and I'm done early. But, it adjusts my sleep time and i'm always short on sleep on thursdays <laughs> everyone that i work with they know that i'm gonna be hungry all day i start 8 a.m start complaining about being hungry doesn't matter how much i eat <laughs> some of my colleagues bring me snacks on thursdays because i complain about being hungry all bottomless day. pit thursdays and it's literally just the difference in probably an hour hour and a half less of sleep one hmm. day a week and i notice that difference that quickly and um it, there is you know Physiological evidence that your body is hungrier when you're sleep deprived. So, yeah. we have two hormones that essentially control how hungry we feel and how full we feel. And guess what? They're controlled in sleep.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. So they don't they like rebalance and right.
0: They balance in your sleep. And so one is a hunger hormone, Ghrelin. Right. One is the full, or makes you feel like that you've had enough to eat. Left. Mm, I don't have that one. That also gets out <laughs> of balance. So not only would your Ghrelin be through the roof and soaring through your body. When you're sleep deprived, causing you to be hungry all day, right? But then you are also going to eat larger portions, which equates to more calories, more meals, probably. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Because your your leptin is so low, so you're never feeling full. You might, you know, you've heard people say like, "I'm a bottomless pit today." Right. Well, did you get enough sleep last night?
1: Yeah, and I guess I guess it's just as a society we're not making that connection yet, because sleep has kind of been. On the back burner a little right. bit, so we're just not making that connection. Okay, why are we? Why can't I make a good decision? <laughs> why can't? Why can I not not eat this ice cream?
0: Right. So those days I'm like, I brought a salad to work, but I could order a pizza.
1: Right. <laughs> or like if everyone else in the office is ordering, or everyone else at work is ordering, you're like, well, I brought this delicious, healthy lunch, but that I sounds can't. really good. That's right. I can't say no to the
0: pizza in the office. It's a
1: big problem with nursing, I must say.
0: Absolutely, you know. <laughs> well, that's
1: a whole other kettle of fish. We'll get into shift work.
0: We'll get into shift work, but here's... I mean, there's more to it than just the snacks in the break room during for mm-hmm. shift works that you know adds to. Leah often talks about how in the nursing world, people talk about kind of like the freshman fifteen, and yeah. so when nursing, nursing, you, it's expected to be that. You're going to put on some weight. The
1: freshman, freshman fifteen would be nice, honestly. It's <laughs> it's much more than that with the nursing.
0: Fifteen per year, <laughs> yeah. Like it just
1: piles on. It's a it's you really need to. You really need to put effort in to keep that under control when you're working shift work.
0: And and I think a big part of that, I mean, I think that it's always been attributed to, oh, there's always snacks in in the nursing station or whatever. But a big part of that is your sleep. So, um, I mean, we'll we'll touch base about that again in another episode. But essentially, it's a big part of that is your metabolism is so affected. Right. And then there is the other, you know, the other (laughs) um, part of it is your performance at the gym. Who yeah. gets a crappy night's sleep and then wants to go work out Ugh. or has a good, great workout afterwards? People you know?
1: still sometimes get there. I don't know how they do it because, well, m- mostly because I'm mostly never rested. I never want to go to the gym, but. So here's, a,
0: here's a, <laughs> a, a an interesting fact for those people that they're like, well, I only got four hours of sleep last night, but it's so important that I drag my ass to the gym. Mm-hmm. Well, here's a fun fact. If you don't get enough sleep. Your workout at the gym is basically useless. You are burning more of your lean muscle mass when you're sleep deprived than you are your fat. That hurts.
1: Yeah. So So you're going to be still be flabby, but (laughs) losing your muscle mass. But you're. But I mean, you can mm.
0: post on Facebook or whatever people are using that they went to the gym at 5:30 in the morning. That's right. People will bragging rights.
1: That's right. But but really, you're cutting into your sleep. So people
0: are like. That person keeps posting that they're going to the gym every day, but I'm not seeing. They're not, it they're not looking great. Yeah, they're not looking great these days. I wonder why. Well, I mean, there is some scientific research to show that, um, you will burn about fifty percent less fat if you're sleep deprived. So hmm. that's that's significant. Yeah, you know that's that that's a big tip in the diet and exercise world.
1: Yeah. So if you're not getting enough sleep, skip the gym. Go to bed. <laughs> I say. I'm all for that. Skip the gym. Go for a a little, go for a short walk.
0: I wouldn't say skip the gym completely, but I mean, sleep in, get enough sleep. And maybe instead of having an hour and a half workout, go for a 10, 15 minute walk that day. You're going to benefit your body even more. Um, I mean, what we often see is this cycle of people, you know, don't get enough sleep and Mm -hmm. then they drink, you know, four extra large lattes. (laughs) Right. To try to stay awake (laughs) during the day. That's right. And then they skip their workout routine because they're too tired. They get home from work. They've used up all their energy and their caffeine is starting to um, Uh leave their system. So then they're like, well, who's going to choose to make a healthy dinner? I'm going to order takeout. (laughs) Right. And then I eat too much. And then I'm staying up even later because I'm too full to fall asleep. And then I have reflux because I ate too late and I had bad food.
1: Marley's just telling you what I do.
0: (laughs) She's Suddenly like she lives with me. Damn it! <laughs> and I mean, it's not a problem if you do this once in a while, but yeah. the problem it's a bad is, habit. is it, it gets into a cycle, right? And mm-hmm. we end up doing that. And I mean, often people are going with less sleep Monday to Friday, and then trying to catch up on the weekend. So sometimes this is in a pattern of one or one day a week. It's like Monday to Friday, and then trying, trying to catch to up, bust your ass on the weekend to catch up and get healthy. But mm. it's it, you know, when sleep's not part of your your healthy lifestyle. The rest of it's going to fall apart.
1: Right. So, I mean, and that also, like, if you're, like you said, your decision making is affected with your food. So, obviously, your decision making at the gym would be affected as well, and like whether or not you choose to go. So, that's why we say, going back to sleep as the foundation. So, just with those little, that little basic information, like that is why sleep is affecting your weight just on a very basic level. Right. So,
0: sleep is affecting your weight. It's basically affecting it in multi m- multifactorial ways. One is it's controlling what you're craving. Mm-hmm. It's controlling your choices of what you're going right. to eat. It controls how much you eat. Mm-hmm. It affects how much energy you're going to burn because if, if you have to skip the gym because you're too mm-hmm. tired or if you're going to the gym sleep deprived and burning less fat, that's going to affect mass everything. More muscle, right? Absolutely. Sleep controls your diet. And then on top of that, um, actually the University of Chicago coined this term called Metabolic grogginess. And I thought Ooh. that was really interesting. Yeah, I think I have that. <laughs> so <laughs> metabolic grogginess was coined um, because your actual meta- – everyone knows what metabolism is. It's how, yep. we, how much energy we burn. That is actually slowed by poor sleep. So your cortisol level, the mm-hmm. hormone in our body that's supposed to go back down to normal levels, let our body burn off that energy. When you're not sleeping, that stress hormone stays very high in your body. And then you can't lose weight. Your body is actually programmed at that point to say to store hold on everything to right yeah. store all the calories don't burn any fat uh, uh, and that slows down your your metabolism and so that's where how they've coined this term um metabolic grogginess because it, it, it's been so linked to to yeah. the slow down of your metabolic rate
1: and we've actually lately marley and i have been we're super excited marley sent me this article um shape te- magazine yeah shape magazine <laughs> actually published an article recently about sleep and how you cannot be you cannot um be successful with your diet and exercise without sleep so basically they're telling the pot our podcast episode yeah i was super via excited to
0: actually see that in a Fitness magazine. Yeah, like, there was a whole article. It's huge. On sleep.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's huge.
0: <laughs> and they they laid it out in a great way. So they described these two women, and and everybody had, knows this story. Two women. One is the picture of health, mm-hmm. of fitness, and the other one is uh, someone that's always trying to diet, always trying to exercise, always trying to lose weight, but never successful. And um, they basically go through this case study of these two women, and it turns out they're both doing everything right. They're, you know, they're trying to hit the gym three days a week with right. cardio and weights. They're meal prepping, but one's sleeping and one's not. And yeah. it comes down to one's going to be successful and one's not. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of the un- the unfortunate bottom line is right. sleep needs to be there first, right. and then diet and exercise will follow. Because without sleep, your diet and your exercise will crumble.
1: And we're not talking about you know, closing your eyes and opening your eyes in the morning, like you need a certain amount of sleep as an adult and we all, we all need it. And so few people are actually getting it. So when we say no sleep, we're not talking about zero. We're talking about not the adequate amount of sleep because I do sleep, but something
0: else that I think a lot of people struggle with too, I was just thinking about was, Late night snacking. Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't love a good snack at nighttime? Mm, I mean, it's a problem. It, it is a problem because that's when how it, it's so easy to gain weight when you're eating at nighttime, right? Yes. But there is some research. Um, actually, the there is a journal in, or a, an article in the Journal of uh, Clinical Nutrition. And it, it was a study that showed that people who didn't get enough sleep increased their late night snacking. And they were more likely to choose high carb snacks at night. Oh, yeah. Too. That's me. I have, so, uh, yeah. I've got all all these issues are just, <laughs> but yeah,
1: I just ha- they're just highlighting my issues right now, but he no, my it's true. Patient, yeah, <laughs> but it's true. Absolutely, like you can see, I can see that when I'm tired, especially like after a night of drinking, and you know you haven't got good sleep, and then you just and snack really all day. Looking
0: at a problem of weight gain and poor sleep, and you know then you gain more weight, and then your sleep gets poorer. You could be looking at other you know cardiovascular problems Mm -hmm. even something like sleep apnea can be caused by weight gain
1: and then you're saying we're getting older (laughs) what we have to think about cardiovascular health now no we just need to think about
0: our sleep (laughs) sleep is the elixir of life it's the ultimate anti-aging um trick yes that's right so i think i think a good way to to wrap up today's episode is to Um, Not so much give you a sleep tip, but give you a wellness tip. Make sleep a priority as important as your diet and exercise if you Mm -hmm. really want to see results.
1: Yeah. We hope you sleep well. Sleep well, everyone. Thanks for listening.